Hi, everyone, and welcome to our first ever episode of the Vox Screening Room, where Voxers come together and discuss our thoughts on the newest film releases. We've had the amazing opportunity to get an advanced screening of arguably one of the most highly anticipated films of the year, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and we have some thoughts and reactions. You can find Vox Screening Room and other Vox casts on VoxATL.org, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So let's jump right in and meet the members of today's roundtable. My name is Jenny. I use she, her pronouns, and I'll pass it to Michaela. Um, I'm Michaela, and I use she, her pronouns, and I am 18. Hi, I'm Alex. Um, I'm 17, and I use he, him pronouns. Okay. So now we're just going to kind of talk about our initial thoughts and reactions. We saw the film last night, and we have many thoughts. So after the credits rolled, what was, like, everyone's immediate, like, reactions, feelings, thoughts? I can go first. I was amazed. I think, um, in my opinion, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies, I think if not one yeah. of the best because um just i didn't think that they would be able to adapt to all like the way that the first black panther ended and everything that's happened so i thought it was it was really well done and the graphics are beautiful so right like i feel like after the first movie i think a lot of people thought it would be hard to top you know, because the feeling everyone had, you know, walking out of the first Black Panther was like our first Black hero and like just hearing all the stars in the back as you're walking out of the movie theater. But I felt like this movie really lived up to the name of Black Panther. And I just felt like this just made it an even bigger legacy. So I was very like amazed and I wanted to rewatch it immediately after, honestly. <laughs> Kind of going off the kill's point, like, I feel like we have event movies now, but it's so rare we have an event movie that, like, holds up on its own without the hype of it. And yes, this movie was so highly anticipated and so hyped, and I was excited, everyone was excited. But I feel like it really held on up as its own movie. Like, yes, it's a sequel, but there's just something about it, the cinematography, the writing, the pacing of it, even the tone, just felt so different from the first one. Even if like some, there were some similar story beats, it was just, I felt like it was its own film and it took everything that happened and made a really beautiful piece of art. And I feel like that's so rare with Marvel these days that it really just stands on its own without needing any of that. It just was its own film. And they, I feel like they just let Ryan Coogler make the movie he wanted to make. So <laughs> yeah, I'm very happy with that, honestly. <laughs> Me too. Because like with Bozeman, which was... I believe two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, how do y'all really I, feel like they handled it? I think they handled it very gracefully and very beautifully. I feel like a lot of times when actors die, the movies and the TV shows that and the way they handle it afterwards is not with the care and delicacy it should be handled with. Yeah. But with the way they handled it, you could tell that that cast and the crew genuinely cared about him as a person because from start to finish, they honored him in such a beautiful way that it, it tugged at your heartstrings, but it was just like, you almost had to smile and just recognize that like, 
you know, he would be proud of the legacy he left because that entire thing was just such a beautiful tribute to him. I I agree. I think it was just beautiful and it was amazing. Um, I think that it, they did really well of um, handling Chadwick Boseman stuff. I don't know about T'Challa stuff um, because it was unexplained a little bit. So um, I just wanted more depth into that. Like not yeah. going into too much, but yeah. I feel like it handled the different aspects of grief and learning how to move on from grief. And I feel like that's one of like the major themes of the film. And I feel like Marvel sometimes doesn't know what to do with like those more harsher tones. Like I feel like with phase four, they've been trying to get really deeper into like grief and angst and feelings after like Infinity War was such a catastrophic event. And I feel like this film, it took, it felt like a, like a film of mourning, but it also felt like a film of like, accepting grief and just how to deal with yeah. grief and it was really beautiful especially with how they did it for Chadwick Boseman because it really felt like respect like respecting those who have left us and honoring their legacy like I feel like that's a really like beautiful motif throughout the film I yeah. think that they went through the different stages of like mourning really well and they showed how grief can transform you because sometimes in Marvel movies, I see them express grief, but I never see how it transforms a person. Mm -hmm. I don't see them go through the cycles of grief and anger, etc. And in this movie, they showed it really well. Also be a celebration of life mm -hmm. and that having loved somebody enough to grieve them after they're gone, you can celebrate that because like, even as they were handling like death, it was almost like they were celebrating that person's life and the life after that. So it was very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, this, they handled that so beautifully, like the aspects of like the stages of grief. Yeah. But I yeah. actually do agree with you, Alex. It's That actually wasn't something I thought about is they didn't really um, give us a lot of closure about T'Challa's death. They gave a lot of closure about Chadwick, but not really T'Challa. So. Yeah. So I guess going to like aspects of the film, what were your like favorite, least favorite aspects of the film, whether it be cinematography, acting, characters, all that jazz? So. I think one thing on my mind was how um, it's like this big shock, this big um, introduction of a new theme and a new plot into the story was taken so gracefully by the characters that was a little off-putting and just like, oh, yeah, I know that. I completely get where you're getting at when it was a shock to the audience. So I feel like these plot changes should have been a shock to the characters. And um, like the development sometimes was just like, oh my God, wait, that happened? And it was like if it was a real person it would have been more shocking to them so it was just sometimes their reaction just felt a little unnatural um it was it was really fast paced and also really long and the ending felt rushed to me it was um again one of my favorite marvel movies now but um 
the ending felt rushed. I wanted to see um, more what happened with Everett Ross and um, just the rest, like more of a conclusion than what I got from them. Yeah, I, I could see that, but I actually thought that the movie was very well paced. I felt like in a lot of other Marvel movies, where they're like long amounts of time, it can be really slow pace. And I don't feel like things are happening fast enough. And I find myself like getting bored in like long parts where they're like focusing on something that I don't really care about. But I felt like with this movie, it was like every scene had some type of impact, whether it was like a comical standpoint, an action standpoint, something that was like, heart-wrenching every scene like was impactful and the cinema actually one of my favorite parts was the cinematography of every scene just I felt like how they shot everything was just beautiful and like you just couldn't look away from the screen like you if I had to use the bathroom for this movie I would have been very mad (laughs) I would have been very mad because I felt like every scene was important um there were some loose ends at the end of it, but as long as they make another movie, I will be perfectly fine with that. Yeah, it was very much a segue into another Black Panther movie, and if they don't make another one, then it'll just feel like, well, then what was that for, I guess? Yeah. Also, I do want to talk about like lighting, audio, all of that crew. Amazing. Costumes were 10 out of 10 um and lighting was really good i thought that at some points it was a little dark but it was still like um just all the colors that you saw on the screen it made it really beautiful and um it it really worked and just audio the band played the band's playing was amazing and it really um it really added to scenes that um might have just been empty without the amazing band so i really liked that part yeah i really loved the score in this one i feel like like i i don't know i feel like i like the score in this one better than the first one i was obsessed with the score for the first one but i just love when like i mean i think it's great to have like a basic orchestral score like you can never really go wrong with that but like incorporating the environments in the lore of the world into the music mm-hmm. honestly just really adds to the experience of watching anything so especially for this like when i was in a scene like if we were in wakanda and that music there's like the drums the added vocals they would do sometimes like i loved that yeah. obviously the costumes we loved it ruth carter you're genius i love you um I kind of loved how they, like, focused on characters who I feel like didn't really get their flowers the last movie. Like, we all know this movie is centered on Shuri. She's literally in the middle of the poster. Okay. So, <laughs> I really loved Shuri getting her time to shine because she was my favorite character in the first one. And just really seeing everything about her, like, the good side, the bad side, everything about her, what makes her tick. Loved that. Love the introduction of Fairy Williams. Definitely gonna be looking out for her. Please make me movie. I'm begging you, Marvel. Um, I really enjoy. I just enjoyed getting to see the different parts of Wakanda. I love seeing 
Nakia. I loved just seeing all the different characters from the last movie and where their lives ended up and just seeing them grow as characters and seeing everything about them. And I just, I like that. I liked more Mbaku content. He's a very like multifaceted character. Like yeah. seeing him have more scenes in this one. So yeah, I just like it built off the first one. It didn't feel like a retreading. It felt like we took this first one. Let's build on it. It was literally the title, right. like Wakanda. It built on. It felt like a movie about Wakanda. It yeah. genuinely did. Yeah, and it definitely like opened it up more because, like you were saying, Jenny, like I felt like with the last movie, we got to see like a very small part of Wakanda, but with like this movie, we got to see like the actual like villages and the towns and like all the people. That were there and you just got to see how expansive that world was and that was really cool yeah i would like to say that the villain origin story amazing <laughs> it was really well done and thought out and the costume design for him was really really good and i loved the way that they incorporated like more historical ideas and more modern stuff and it just it really worked and it was really beautiful. And I think that um, it's hard to make an audience feel for a villain to sympathize with them, but I think that they did a really good job with them. So it was kind of like, wait, I really like this villain. His heart is <laughs> yeah. broken. So, and there is a the fact that the villain is attractive. So i know there's like a part of it where i was like i ship it and then she leaned over to me and said this and i was no. like we cannot be for real in but this then, year 2022 then he, then <laughs> like actually like showing the villain side i was like oh okay no i think that yeah, no every I'll, time i ship it a little bit but then of course it's a villain so right now that we've seen it and the film comes out tomorrow what is something we want to tell viewers going in to watch it i'll start with one bring some kleenex you will sob yeah <laughs> um use the bathroom beforehand it is a long movie make sure that you're comfortable but you might be ignoring your body when it tells you to use the bathroom because of how edge on the edge of your seat you will be because it really keeps your attention throughout the whole thing so just be ready to be amazed for a very a pretty long period of time that's worth it in my opinion completely worth it i would say if you're a person who's usually not with like long movies because your attention span is short this is the movie that will come back that <laughs> and definitely i agree with you too use the bathroom um bring tissues um, I would even suggest bringing ibuprofen because I get a headache when I start to cry too much. So <laughs> be heavily prepared. Maybe pack a Black Panther bag. Yeah. Like we're going to battle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you everybody for coming to today's episode of Box Screening Room and be sure to check out Black Panther when it comes out for you. So thank you for watching. Be sure to check out this podcast and other Voxcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, as well as VoxATL.org. We'll see you soon.